Hey everyone, Brandon here, and you're listening to The Start. Thank you so much for listening. I really, really appreciate it. It's been uh, kind of a dream come true for me to start this. And like I always say with the disclaimers, you're probably going to hear my kids in the background, doors opening and shutting. It's not perfect. It's pretty raw, but this was my way of at least starting from my garage a little podcast, really just having conversations with my friends and hearing how they got their start and what they're doing today. So uh, today we're talking with a great friend of mine, Anthony, just an incredible, incredible leader of a company called FunSize in Austin, Texas, a design firm that actually designed an application for me called Pair Booking back in the day. And these guys are rock stars. Um, Anthony is an incredible husband, father, leader, and I just loved spending time with him. So without any further ado, let's dive into it. Well, dude, thank you so much for doing this. I appreciate you taking the time. Awesome. Well, first of all, I mean, I would, I would, uh, hop on a call with you anytime for any reason. Come on. Um, thanks for having me. Um, uh, my name is Anthony. Um, I'm, I'm a partner and head of design at FunSize. Um, I started my career as a designer, and uh, when we created FunSize, and as that business has grown, I've turned into a business owner, a CEO, if you will. Uh, someone has had to have to learn the transition from being a uh, a designer to being a, a business owner, which is a, by the way, a really interesting time to be a small business owner right now. Um, FunSize does digital product design and service design and visual design. We, we work with companies that make software. And uh, I, I think the other thing about me that is uh, somewhat of a newer thing is I'm on uh, trying to become a, an investor. So I've been doing that in ways that I know how by, you know, using my using our agency that we run for, for, for Natalie and I to take bets in small businesses and try to help them. So our focus is... Uh, uh, female founders, uh, minority founders, family-owned businesses, uh, people that don't have the same kind of access to capital um, that others might, and people that uh, you know are looking for design. And you know, um, I have a uh, a son who's almost two years old, so I'm getting to spend extra time with him, like you are with your family. And um, I guess that's that's me in a nutshell. For those who don't know, Anthony, uh, well, excuse me, fun size. FunSize was the designer of the pair application, and we met through a mutual friend, Joel Buchman, introduced yep. us. And I'll never forget that first phone call that I had with Anthony and Fee. Um, we did it over like a hangout, and I was so nervous because I respected you guys just from going on your website and seeing the credentials of who you worked with. I was like, there is no way, there is no way these guys are going to take on our project. Like, look who they've worked with before. Like, why would they take on some little startup like us? So I was so nervous to jump on that phone call, but you guys were so gracious and just so kind in every way. And um, one thing left to another, and we started our project. And man, I have to say, we built and designed the most beautiful application. I was just so proud of it and i just loved showing it off to everybody um and uh now i just sing the praises of fun size and just oh, i'm just so thankful so joel thank you very much for the introduction but so thankful for you guys and everything you did during that time it's it's just so amazing how every you know like almost everything that i've done in my career that i'm proud of happened because of someone that i know mm. hooked me up with someone that i didn't know that mm. be, now becomes someone that i know and like that's it's just so uh it's also really crazy to hear your perspective of that first meeting, because 
I guarantee you that there's that that consultants are much more nervous going into a sales meeting, <laughs> <laughs> sales meeting than, than, than you, you are. I was like, I just want these guys to like me and think that this is a good idea. They're probably going to think it's a terrible idea. It's not going to go anywhere, but that wasn't the case. You know, what's funny too is you guys were the first person I wrote a check and I'm pretty sure that it was one of those starter checks, like from the bank gives you, it doesn't even have like the information on it. I think I remember handwriting it on there, but anyway, dude, so, so fun. And I just love looking back. So, you, you spoke on them a little bit how, um, you know, when you started and, you know, that transition from being a designer to a business owner. I mean, that's definitely the left brain, right brain, you know, sides of things. And I would just, I don't know, I'd love to hear more about that transition and how, you know, you went from the guy that was, you know, doing the work to the one that's encouraging your team to do that work. Uh, it was It was kind of a tough transition for me, honestly, because around the time that I created that Natalie and I created fun size, I had been a designer for 17 years. So oh, this wow. is the only professional profession that I've ever had. And, um, you know, I had my ways of doing things. I was very particular. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, we hit this moment in time and we, this was a long time ago. I mean, we're, we're 24 people now and growing, but around, around the time we hit six people, I, you know, I was struggling with trying to figure out, well, what's my role in the, in the company? You know, should I be doing sales? Should I be doing this? Should I be working with the design team? And I, I had these like a lot of depression, honestly, because I wasn't designing. Mm. And, um, and I started thinking like, oh, you know, like this is potentially taking me down a path that I didn't really want to go down. But then I did a lot of uh, in, internal, internalizing of those feelings. And I realized, I look back like say 10 years of my career history. Um, I real, I was looking at all these different jobs that I had and I was trying to figure out like, was I actually designing as much as I thought I was like, how much of this was I actually doing? Right. And I realized that, that there was a lot of trends like a, I always, I've always had an apprentice. I didn't realize that, you know, five, six years ago, I didn't really re recognize that. Uh, and then I looked at some uh, specific projects and I realized, huh? I really wasn't doing all of the design. I was all, always doing the thing. I was always doing like, you know, strategy and UX design and at the whiteboard and someone else like Natalie was always doing the visual design. And then I just started to realize, okay, the way that I thought, the way that I thought about myself and my own skills is actually wrong. Like I'm actually, I, was, I wasn't actually doing all of that to begin with. Hmm. And I, when I started to realize that, and when I started to realize that um, I had an opportunity, I could either keep a small business, not grow beyond six people and design every single day. Mm. Or I could, um, leverage the skills that I have to help other, uh, designers grow their careers. Right. Yeah. And so like, I mean, I, I, there's no right or wrong answer to this. Like mm. I know people that are in their forties or fifties that just want to be designers. They yeah. don't want to manage things. That's Natalie. Natalie is exactly like that. And then there's people that are okay with a uh, transition and, and, um, I just decided that, uh, you know, growing others was more important to me and, and that, you know, now that I'm in my forties and you know, that's probably the best thing that I, that I could do. Yeah. So, uh, so. I mean, that, that self-awareness of like realizing like, whoa, like, okay, like there's a skill set that I've been given and I want to double down on that. That's what it seems like. And I just, man, I'd love to dig into that even more so. Cause I, I, I'm a firm believer in that, in like understanding kind of where you're at, but then also like dissecting that and really drilling down 
and being self-aware of like your skills and then how you can contribute as a whole. Like, you know, I've, I've taken a lot of hits because I tried to do things that I was, you know, not qualified for or doing things that, um, you know, I, I should have been allowing others to do. And I was just spinning my wheels trying to make it happen. And so, you know, for me, I took a, it took a lot of time to learn self-awareness. And so like, man, during, during that time of, of figuring it out, like what, what were some practical things that you were doing to like really navigate through it? Wow. I mean, that's a loaded question. Um, <laughs> Well, on the self-awareness side, like I, I recognized pretty early on that um, there wasn't going to be a business unless someone was running the business and someone was selling the business, right? Oh, so wow. you could, you, you know, no matter what your field is, I mean, especially in a craft area, like, you, you know, you can talk about the craft all day long and all these mm -hmm. awesome designers all day long, but if there's, if there's no, if there's not a business to support it, then you really don't have anything to begin with. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, you know, I had a lot of things to, you know, to, to figure out. And, you know, I had, I had no choice, but to do that, uh, to do sales. I fell, I eventually fell in love with, with sales. Um, when I, when we were able to sort of get our client profiles in a certain area, like mm -hmm. startup founders and design executives, right. Then sales felt a lot different, right. Cause I'm talking to people that I can relate to other yeah. entrepreneurs, other design leaders. And, it made sales an easier thing for me to do. It put me, it gave me a purpose to be in contact with these people in the work at a certain level. Right. But then, you know, other things happen in life that, that change that and that you have no control over. Like mm -hmm. when, when our son was born, like it, it, things just went to a whole nother level, like <laughs> in like a matter of 15 minutes, you know, like right. I, right then and there, I knew I will never do that again. Not I'll yet. never do that again. I'll <laughs> never do that again, but I'm going to do this and this. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, but I really, you know, it's really just about trying to serve the people that, um, that work for us because I'm not, I'm not in the weeds and the work anymore. And I know that they are, and that's what it, you know, like their, their skills and their expertise is what's necessary for us to yeah. build the trust in the people that we work with. And so my number one mission is, is to be there for our team in any, in any way that I can. Yeah. So like that changes, you know, at, at different scale, but you yeah. know, like it, Right now we have 21 designers. I mean, that's a lot of designers, you know, that's a lot of uh, people to manage. It's, a, you know, so, you know, it's, it's a little bit different conversation with every person, Yeah. but, you know, trying to make sure that they're happy while they're working with us so we can do good work. And if, yeah. and if they're not happy um, with us, how can I help them find a different job or how can I, you know, cause every single person that you meet in life, like impacts you and your business and your reputation, your brand so much. So like, like I, I, uh, I'm often working on the things that orbit around with the, yeah. the work that's actually happening, man. You said something that resonates with me so much and it's serving and serving others. And I think that as in, in leadership, that is so important to understand that, like, like we're working for them in a sense, you know I mean? Yes. Like we might be the ones cutting the check to them, but like we're working for them. We're there to serve them and serve them well. And man, like I, you know, in this, in this time and, and you, when you went into it, like, uh, excuse me, let me, let me rephrase this question. Like you're serving them well, but I would love to hear from you, like how you are encouraging your team and investing your team in, in their dreams. You know, maybe there's something that they want to start, or maybe they're not happy with where they're at. Like, what are some practical things that you're doing to help them 
you know, succeed. I think the first thing is really understanding why these human beings are working with us to begin with. Um, there's a lot of options for designers these days. You know, they can go work at startups, they can go work at big enterprise corporations and they can work at agencies. Right. Yeah. And, um, you ha- I think for us, it was really understanding why they're at fun size. And so that's, if they're, if someone is choosing, choosing to be at an agency, it's probably because they, um, they want to be around a bunch of other people that have that, those same feelings. And those mm-hmm. feelings are usually about like, well, I want to go deep, but I also want variety. Like in a given year, I want to be able to work on multiple clients, different verticals, build, build ex- an acceleration of a lot of different areas of business, not going deep into one where, you know, people that choose to go in house, maybe think that way. Mm-hmm. And so like, if we're not giving them that experience, then, then, then we're to, just to start with, then we're failing on we're, we're, we're automatically failing because they, you know, if we're going to, if, you know, if we're going to, if they're only going to work on one client for two years, they might as well have just taken a job at that client, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of it is, um, some of the, some of the, the, a lot of the support these people and helping them accomplish their goals has a lot to do with making sure that, that we do the things that are necessary within the studio to make the, some the things that are within control happen, right? Like a lot of companies might just say, we got this project, Hey, you're going to work on it. But we, we go, we, we go above and beyond to uncover what someone is passionate about and find clients like that, Mm -hmm. find projects like that. Um, not just what I'm interested in or Natalie, but specific individuals or find work that is aligned to their goals. Um, in the past, we've even created services that didn't exist in our company because, you know, you know, someone had a passion in that space and mm-hmm. we saw, uh, you know, the ability to evolve and grow and that person that, you know, those people might have quit and left if those opportunities hadn't exist. So we started to think about making decisions based on people. I mean, we have to, as one lens, right? Like, um, evolve with the people, kind of let the company grow in ways that we didn't expect because of the people mm-hmm. we want, you know, we're, we're lucky enough to have people that have been with us for three, four five, six years plus, And even people like fee and Johnny, who's on this, uh, on this Instagram live right now who have, have left and come back. And I think like it, it, we have to be making, we have to look at the whole person and try to give them all the things that they need. Uh, for some people, it's about types of work for other people. It's about certain types of collaboration. Some people want to work alone. Some people want to work in teams. Some people want to travel. Some people don't some, you know, so it's a little bit different for everyone, but a lot of the stuff that I, that I'm involved in right now, it it revolves around like trying to understand each individual human, what makes them tick, um, where they're trying to go in their career and trying to find a way to make that happen, uh, within fun size, if it's possible. And if it's not pretty open lines, like of communication between both sides, like where you give them the opportunity to express that and like openly talk about, you know, where, where they're at, where they love to go and how you guys could help them get there. Yes, we have, we have a lot of different, you know, we have a, a lot of different ways we do that and our management style is evolving. It's had to evolve because, you know, we went, you know, just in the last couple of years, we went from like a design team of 10 to a design team of 21. Yeah. Uh, so things are evolving, like everything's yeah. evolving, the, the, the positions, the ladders, the frameworks, mm-hmm. the, 
the mentoring programs, the critiques, the management, all of that's evolving. Yeah. I, I think though that the thing that I worry about in a company like ours that has a strong culture, mm-hmm. a family kind of culture is, I, I mean, I always wonder if people are being as honest as they want to be. Mm-hmm. I think people are honest and some are more honest than, than others, but th- that's probably my number one fear is like whether, whether or not someone will, will actually spill it out, you know, spill it out. Some, some yeah. people will, some people won't, but if I, you know, I'd, I'd rather hear that. I mean, even if they're, even if someone just says like, you know, I, I think, uh, I think I need to go do something else. Mm-hmm. You know, if I know that at least I could try to help connect them, help yeah. them find that next person or that next, that next job. And I think that's my job to do that. My job is to help recruit people and retain them. But my job is to also help them understand when it's time to leave and how they can like go do that next thing. Yeah. Um, and I'm happy to do that. I'm help, happy to help people find new jobs or freelance work or whatever they need to do to get mm-hmm. to evolve themselves. So let's, let's, let's take a scenario where somebody does leave and you know, they want to step out and they want to start their thing, whatever that is, you know, maybe it's even outside of design, but they're just looking to start something like what's, what's the piece of advice you would give them? Uh, this actually happened, uh, last year. Um, um, one of our designers that had been around for five years, five plus years, um, told me that he was leaving. And, uh, I think it was a really stressful conversation for, I think he was really worried about delivering that information to Natalie and myself. And when he told me, I was like, dude, um, this is not something that you should be worried about. You were here for five years. Like Mm. that is, uh, that should be celebrated as a win, you know, in an industry where people are around for a year or two, you know? And, uh, and it actually surprised me that he even stayed here that long. He was young, you know, had a lot of, a lot of things going on. He told me that he wanted to, uh, start his own small studio. Yeah. And so I just said, okay, you know, like Natalie and I were both like, okay, let's make this happen. Like, you know, we'll make, you know, we'll make your transition, you know, as long as you need it to be so you can get settled in and taking on clients. Um, if you want to talk about being a strategic partner at fund size, we can discuss mm-hmm. what your services and what your rates are. Uh, we can, you know, bring you into certain projects. We already know how to work together. And then in an immediate, immediately just sort of switched from manager to mentor, you know, well, started working with him on advice on like how to think about, um, how to think about positioning him, you know, positioning his business, how to, think about price, you know, recommendations on price, how to, you know, pricing of the work and business development and tools that they would need, you know, financial partners they might want to consider for bookkeeping. And, and, um, you know, uh, that's not the first time that that's happened, but, um, that's the most recent, um, because, you know, they, these people, you know, we're people, right? Mm -hmm. Like, um, whether it's, you're, you're trying to decide whether you shut your office down because of COVID or, or someone's leaving, like, this is, this is just a brief moment in our lives, but what really matters is what someone says about you 30 years from now, Come on, you know, so, I mean, so true, dude. So true. And it breaks my heart what's happening right now. And, you know, between the, the COVID, you know, 19 virus itself, how, you know, the economy is just getting, just getting destroyed in so many ways. Yeah. But, you know, we, I, I'm a believer that we will overcome this and we will hopefully come out of this stronger. But I do think that we need to innovate during this time. You know, there's been, if you look back in history, there's been so many times in history that these 
crazy catastrophic events have happened, but you know, and things were never this necessarily the same again, but we had to innovate along the way. And so, man, I'd, I'd be curious, like what you guys are thinking at fun size and potentially how you're innovating and potentially through this transition right now. Ooh. Um, well, it's, it's really hard to imagine what's going to happen because yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, we've been in, you know, di- you know, similar economic things, but this one's different. Like yeah. it's going to, this one's a lot different where we're the whole, like, you know, industries are entirely shut down. What I, what I've been seeing lately that, that really makes me inspired is how, how much people are coming together mm. to, uh, to try to save each other's businesses, even mm-hmm. competitors. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, before I talked to you, I was just on the phone with a competitor and we're talking about how we can help each other. Right. Come and on. so I, I, it, it sucks that it takes a, a pandemic for these kinds of conversations to accelerate. But I think in my industry, I think one of the things that'll change is that I think uh, companies will probably agencies will probably learn how to work better together, which is something you don't really hear a lot of good use uh, case studies about. But I think, I think people now are inspired to try to figure that out. Um, us like, I don't know, it's, it's kind of early to say, but one of the things that we're trying to do is to really think openly about what this net, what the future actually looks like for an agency and, and how to predict revenue. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, I, I don't think that revenues with startup, uh, clients will be, will be the same for a long time. So if you, uh, I think that if you're wanting, you know, if you're a freelancer or you're a small agency wanting to do that work, I think you're going to have to be really open-minded and innovative about how you get it because cash capital probably, you know, not going to be a thing for a while. So you got to be thinking mm-hmm. about, you know, doing the work for warrants or doing the work for safe notes or doing the work for equity. And there might be sort of a, a long-term thing, but I don't know. Like I, I haven't really thought about this too much. I mean, we're, we're still in the early stages we are, yeah. of, of figuring out, I don't really know what fun size is going to do, but I'm confident we'll figure it out. We've always tried, we've always tried to be ahead yeah. of, of things and adapt with the, with the, um, with the world, but I don't know. Like, you know, you never know what's going to happen. I mean, no, we don't. Yeah, we don't. But at the same time, you know, it's, it's, it's a healthy thing. And I think a, a smart thing to go ahead and start thinking about it. You know what I mean? And it's good. And I, I, I'm, I'm encouraged to hear like, well, okay. Yeah. Some of those, if you want to say walls, barriers are being broken down and that, you know, if they're, you know, potentially competition, you know, maybe it's all going to be coming together, which, you know, good and bad um, will come in, you know, through that. But well, man, I, you know, I don't want to take up much more of your time. I would love to hear kind of what's next for you. What are you currently working on? Um, what I'm, what I'm, what I'm, I'm in a, I'm in a mode that where everything is, seems to be about family. Hmm. Um, I'm, I'm probably thinking about family a little bit more than, than work right now, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm, you know, I'm trying to, you know, figure out how to be a, you know, better dad, better husband. I'm also trying to figure out how to help. Natalie and I are, are trying to figure out how to help both of our parents retire, mm. which means like, you know, get into, um, housing that they can afford in Austin, which is pretty difficult. It's not as expensive mm-hmm. as California, but it's expensive compared to where they were trying to get our family world taken care mm. of. Um, and, um, so I'm spending a lot of time doing on that stuff, you know, trying to look at real estate and figure out how to get everyone in, in that I can in my family do the best I can to help them out. I love um, that. 
on the you're gonna buy like a big ranch and like just everybody <laughs> live on the ranch. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's an idea. Awesome. <laughs> that's an idea. That. I was talking about that with some friends, like literally in a group text with like four or five other families. Like, man, we should just all. We actually said Texas. Let's all go to Texas and buy like a few hundred acres and just like start a ranch. Like, how fun, you know? Well, you could, you could. You could take your California money and probably do that, man. Probably, we probably could. We probably could. It'd be a lot of fun. So, uh, so that's 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 my biggest priority right now at, at work. I think it's a, uh, you know, um, for businesses like ours to get through this time. Um, you know, I'm I'm spending my time at work trying to figure out what we're going to do. Yeah, I, I still believe that that all evolves around relationships mm-hmm. and tr- and trying to serve, like not just like jumping the gun and like reacting and try to do things that like only benefit me or mm-hmm. the company, but like really trying to help our client, really trying to understand what their pain points are and trying to help them. Like it could mean that they just, you know, they, they need, they need more help or maybe their budgets are tight or maybe they need mm-hmm. flexibility. Like, so I'm going to be doing a lot of research to figure out like how this is impacting our, our, our customers so that we can, that we can try to help. Better, and, better serve them, man. Better serve them. I love, I love that. I can't just, again, that just resonates with me so much because that's just something that I'm such a firm believer in is how, you know, we can better serve others and serve others through this time. So it just, I don't know, it, it just keeps encouraging me and lighting me up every time you say it. Uh, it's, uh, you know, it's just, just a, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's a weird time, but I'm, 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 ho- I'm hopeful and I'm, and I feel pretty lucky, you know, um, uh, going to just try to, you know, take what the, what the world has given me and not yeah. waste it, you, you know, go. and there you go, man. Me neither. Well, Hey, I, I've got to go and feed my kids some lunch, but I appreciate you so much. And I just, I, I admire you, everything you, you do, you stand for your leadership. And I just, um, and just so grateful that you would take the time to chat. Uh, for a few minutes um, with me, dude. Oh, uh, uh, dude, I, I the feelings mutual. Um, I, I always loved, I always love talking to you. It seems like it was a million years ago when we were hanging out in, 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 in uh, San Diego area. <laughs> um, yeah. Let me like, know if you want to. I, I love that you sent me a text. You're like, hey, I'm at this place called the Omni. I'm like, it's literally two miles from my house. I could walk there <laughs> if I wanted to. I'll be right there. <laughs> Well, we'll have to get w- once, once all of this is over, we'll have to get together again. And, you know, if you ever, you know, want to, uh, you're getting cabin fever or whatever, give me a holler. I will for sure. And I, I'm going to send you a text in a minute. I've been, I've been working on a little project, a little app and I designed it. So all don't, right. don't, 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 don't kill, you know, don't give me too much slack on the design. I did my best, but we can do an Instagram live critique of that. Ooh, now that sounds terrible. No, <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. It was good talking to you. Good talk to you, too. See you soon. Bye.